hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another crazy episode of the It's Long Party of Six. Six. <laughs> well, that's that's my that's my part, sir. Yeah. I think you yeah. tried to steal Daddy's uh his intro. Right. Is that what happened? Yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> so we are back with yet another great episode. <sighs> Of the Islam Party of Six, and you know me, I am the mommy character here. I'm only one person of this ridiculous crew of crazies. So, as we know that we are getting new followers every single day and new listeners every day, and they don't all know who we are, I will start. I am mommy. And I'm not telling you my age, because no woman does. We're going to go from youngest to oldest. Let's go. You're up. I'm my new Becca. How old are you, Matt? All I gotta say is I'm old. Oh, you're old. Wow, you just taking all my stuff. taking all daddy's stuff. Wow. Mecca, tell them how old you are. I am seven years old. Thank you. You're up. My name is Nastan. I'm nine years old. Nice. You're up. Hey, it's your girl, Island, and I am 11 years old. <laughs> Not? Oh, listen. Everybody's creating their own personalities today. Yeah. All right, you're up. Yo, yo, it's Zytru, and I am 12 and three and a half quarters. And you and can't be quarters. three and a half quarters. Jesus what? Christ. I, I and how do you forget how old you are every episode? Like, we literally record once a week, and she doesn't know. She pauses. She's like, I am. If somebody only gave me three seconds to say how old you are, you I am 30 years old. I wouldn't be alive. Louise. <laughs> and of course, it's, it's me, old. mommy, last person in our family. Who is it? Daddy. And one of my brothers told me to go ahead and tell my age. Oh. I'm old years old. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not even going to take advice from the listeners? Yes, my brother said I'm not old, so I'm 36. Nice. I'm, I'm really proud of I you. Think I was going to say, you typically don't remember how I old really you are. I really don't, like. I'm going to be 36 for the next two years, so... No, you, know. no, you won't. That's the thing. <clears throat> In my head, I will. You're 35. No, he's I, not. I, he's 36. Don't confuse daddy. You're right. He's having a hard time. <laughs> I worked hard on that. Well, you have met us all, youngest to oldest. That is the crew of crazies that's known as the Islam Party of Six. We are a beautiful family-friendly episode, or a family-friendly podcast, rather, um, that just talks about, as I said, family stuff. All things family. We wanted to give our kids an opportunity to be vocal and verbal about what their feelings and emotions are. Because let's be honest, all kids have feelings and emotions and stresses, whether we want to acknowledge them or not. Me and Daddy are just the parents to this, and we know we have feelings and emotions. And everybody's always talking about the parents' point of view. Nobody's talking about the kids' point of view. So we figured... Mm. Bring them all in. Everybody say yeah. 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 And today we'll be talking about safety rules. Yes, because we are still doing our house rules series. Um, Our first number one rule was respect. Respect respect people's space and respect their face. Exactly. Mm. Number two... Was Don't no say a cuss word. Thank you, Mecca. No cursing. AKA, you said a bad word. Yes. 
AKA. Oh, why is it AKA anything it's else? There's no AKA. cursing, no bad words. Like, that's it. That's it. It's not also known as anything it's else. Also, AKA, you're going to get beat if you curse. Amen. <laughs> okay, and today's house rule is safety. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I know it seems like it would be a serious thing because I think safety is a serious thing. Right, babe? Yeah, safety is very serious. But safety is very serious. But I think that parents are the primary... Uh, that was. It seemed like that was hard uh, to come out, didn't it? The exactly. primary. primary <laughs> Parents are the primary um, source of safety for children in their lives. In their lives, um, until they kind of progressively learn safety on their own. And I think it's the it's the first real rule. Independence. That's true. It's the first real rule that we create. Um, teaching them how to make sure they always stand with your parents, always stay close. Those are forms of safety, right? Oh, yep. hold on. I was going to say right. They're yeah. being... Yeah. Y'all are a lot today. Y'all are a whole lot today. Well, we should have never drank that Kool-Aid and then, Right, and then kids, the student, the teachers gave kids cotton candy today because it's Student Appreciation Week. Yeah. That's a whole situation. We Y'all... We are we are almost over with school. We are just in our last week. I don't know how you guys are doing with school, but yeah. I think teachers and parents and students have had our, like we we're capped out. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm tapped on it. Um but we're going to jump right in and today Daddy's going to take it, take over the episode because he is our personal safety guru. Our bodyguard. Our bodyguard, yes. If you didn't know, uh, Daddy does all things safety. Like, he's been a bouncer. He does, he's done real life personal security. Um, he does security for the church. He's done, you've done security for a lot of churches, man. And he's done security for multiple jobs. Yes, he's done multiple job securities. Mm -hmm. Um, you secure, oh, wait, hold on. Now that I think about it, like, you're scared for the person who tried to walk in. Anybody, you should be. But now that I think about it, like your security resume is quite legit, though. I would hope so. <laughs> I've never been tried, so hope, you know I would hope that it was like I still had the moves and like, I never had to use anything. You never so. had to use the moves that right. you learned. I just hope I'm not rusty and like when, when the time comes, I'm hoping I'm able to perform like I should be. You know. I hope. Listen, I hope so. <clears throat> you know, some people say like I got one good fight left in me. <laughs> <laughs> I know I was playing around one time with my brother and uh threw it through a right cross and, and that, that arm locked up a little bit. I said, Oh goodness. You think you said it locked up a little bit? Lo- yeah. I was there, it didn't lock up a little bit. <laughs> it was a lot. My arm yeah. still hasn't recovered. It recovered. Okay, it's, it's very still it, it in works the very field. well. I need to shape. Wow. <laughs> so babe. Um, yes, you are our security guru. So tell mm-hmm. us, as as it pertains to family, why is security port- important? Like, what aspects um, of security is important for family? As a dad. Okay. I would say security of the family has to be your number one priority. Um, a lot of dads, that's the biggest fear is not being able to secure your family. Mm-hmm. Um... And that's just security, not security in the physical, but in the financial and uh, spiritual as well. Yeah. Um, 
mentally I gotta be here. I gotta be the strong one to I have to be the uh still beings that's in the mortar that, that, that holds everything up. I have to be that um That's good, yeah. That support beam for everything. So when you add kids to the mix, it's just, you know, more heads to watch over. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um so I have to make sure that I'm being the man that I want my sons to look up to and my daughters as well. Uh <clears throat> in the whole in the whole thing. I have to be the one who shows them, you know, that you take care of your mother. You know, I mean your, my wife, um, so they could, you know, learn from that. I have to be the one that Show them that you take care of each other because you know you're gonna need each other when yeah. in the long run. Um, and on top of that, if you're not secure in your faith, it will show. Yeah. And your kids will really run rampant. Like you know what I'm saying? You know, it's it's God first, and then everything will follow. So you know. Um, is that how you... Uh, that's how I think of it. That's how you think of, like, just the security as a whole, as it pertains to the Yeah, family. I'm praying for for the security of my family every day. That's where it starts. Yeah. It's a prayer for it. Um, so, with that, how do you incorporate that into the safety values that you've given to your kids? Um, oh, good question. Uh... I'm glad you said good question. Like I'm low-key interviewing you. Like I'm low-key interviewing you. That's how it feels right now. You put me on the spot. And um well, what you, what, all right, so what do you mean by that? So security and safety, I feel like run neck and neck, right? Right. Um, I think and you're absolutely right. As you as dads and not just dads, because they're single moms and they're single dads out here, and I think yeah. it, it's still as a, a parent. As a parent in general. Um mm. I think security of your home, security of your children, and the safety of them is kind of that overall umbrella, right? It is. Um, But for me, when I think of security, I think about making sure that my children walk that good, safe guideline. Like, we've instilled some real-life safety rules in them um, that make safety such a big house rule for us. The safety... um aspect of it. Right. As far as making sure that they're safe in the house and outside the house is um is very big. Uh like what's some I of the rules that you what like the very first rules that you taught them? Is you always make sure that door is locked. Yes. <laughs> That's hard job. The door is locked. Ooh. No, hold on cuz Becca said what? Speak loud for us, man. What'd you say? You said that's our job? Yeah. You mean yours as like you and Nasir's? That's me and my brother's job. Okay. That is true. So why have I taught you about that? Every mm. single, mm-hmm. every single night when we're about to go to bed, mm-hmm. check all the doors. Yeah. And all the what? Windows. Windows. Good job. Because there might be people watching. <laughs> <laughs> There's like, always somebody um, watching. Because the, the biggest thing is, is, is uh, there's a lot of um, breaking in. Uh, 
What's the what's the what's the other word for it? Um, burglary. Burglary, not uh, yeah. Robbery. Which word are you using? Whatever they use it on the news, but yes, yes, there's a lot. There's a lot of that. Um, there's a lot of that. So, being a parent, dad, a lot of times now you have kids old enough to be home by themselves. Yeah. Um. You just have to make sure that they always remember it. And, like, our kids, you know, come home from school by themselves mm-hmm. and, you know, leave out to go to school by themselves. Uh, so you always got to make sure that they know everything that they have to do to stay safe and keep each other safe. Because everybody has to look out for each other. Um, so I, I'm not going to, you know, put anything out there, but... Um, it's, it's that's just a big thing that I that I have to teach them. That, all right, from the house all the way to the school bus, you're always you're not you're not distracted by anything. Right. Uh, not distracted by little stray cats. <laughs> what? You think children get distracted by stray cats? They get distracted yeah. by squirrels, like how dogs do. <laughs> squirrel. <laughs> that's squirrel right they, they get distracted by anything, like, but no, you gotta stay focused because. But Zai said, Zai said a good one though. What does Daddy always tell you to do? Um, check, check your. Make sure you're always checking your surroundings. Yes, checking your surroundings because you, like, when you're in a neighborhood, you get to know your neighborhood. You get to know your neighbors. Get to know, you know, familiar faces. Mm-hmm. When you start to see, uh, and and vehicles as well. So when you start to see uh, things that don't look right, you have to take that that instinct. Like, um, okay, mm-hmm. you know, let me just keep my eye, and you know, is, in this area. And if, if anything, you're stuck on that phone, right? Looking you want, down, you gonna see it. You gonna miss it, right? What you want to say, Ma? So um, this morning I was walking to my bus stop, mm-hmm. and this man. Um, from my point of view, he kind of was mentally ill. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, a little off. Yeah. Okay. And he waved, so me being polite, I waved back. Okay. I didn't say anything. And I kept walking. And then he was, like, on the other side of the street. And then I heard him humming, but he was, like, right behind me. Mm-hmm. So I caught a, I kind of got, got a glimpse of him right behind me. So I decided to cross the street. Okay. And it was kind of like creepy. I don't know if you guys can hear. Hold on, hold on. I don't know if you guys, our listeners, can hear uh, Daddy going into a mental breakdown right now. And I'm just looking at her. He's low key falling apart. I I am because I taught you plenty of times. Things don't look right. Things look suspicious. It's the first thing you're supposed to do. What did you say, Matt? You have a phone, correct? Right. Yeah. Correct. So what would yes. what would have been the first What's thing? What's the first thing? thing you're supposed to do? Call or like contact you. Immediately. Yeah. Right. Yes. So that's the first thing. Now, like. So uh, now woo. that <laughs> raising kids is like, hard. Man, that's that's the thing, right? You teach your kids things over and over and mm-hmm. you gotta pray and hope that they get it correct and a lot of times they're not gonna get it until they're in certain situations and then you gotta pray that it comes to them and if it doesn't then you know you just pray their safety that's why you, you gotta stay you know 
securing your faith because you, you got to pray over your kids regularly. But um, that does bring up the number one thing. So in this situation, before we move to what I was going to say, in this situation, babe, um, as daddy, right? Because you have a, a really special opportunity here to help other people, other parents. And if there's teenagers and other kids out here listening, what mm-hmm. is in Zai's situation? Because um, thank God you were safe and you were able to get on the bus, you know, and every all is well in the land. You knew to divert and start walking your way back towards where you knew your parents were. Um, but in a situation like this, not using Zytru, what would you suggest for somebody any, else's any kid, kid to you? Any kid. All right, so nowadays, all kids middle school and up have phones. Right. Um, first thing you do, well, first off, somebody waves at you, you don't wave back to them. I don't, don't take the nice road, don't be no nice, no nothing. Yeah. If you don't know them... I don't care. You treat them like a stranger. That's why they used to teach stranger danger back in school, like like mm-hmm. back in, in elementary. If somebody you don't know waves at you, you don't. You just keep your eyes forward and you keep it you moving. Do not engage at all. You do not, because that right there, you know, is welcoming over to you, mm-hmm. and to you that's not you know doing it, but to them it's okay. Then a wave. I got the reaction of them waving at me. Let me go ahead and see what else I can go. You know what I'm saying? Get yeah. out of them. You know, let me offer them this. And let me see if they, you know, just get to talk to me. Like, you know. Right. There's a lot of creeps out there. There's a lot of people out there who just mentally are not there. So, first thing is, don't even, don't even, uh, you know, make eye contact. Just keep it moving. But you always got to, you know, stay, uh stay focused on the surrounding mm-hmm. so you keep it moving okay. and the first thing you know what I'm saying first time you notice that oh that person starts to head your direction you get on the phone you get on the phone with the person that's either in the house or any type of authority you get on that phone and you're loud on the phone put it on speakerphone so that they so every, know so they you know oh yeah I'm right up the street when you say it's going on, okay, I'm, I'm headed right there. Any type of diversion away, you know what I'm saying, to divert that that that, that negative energy away from you, you got to do that. Yeah. You know. Um. And so now that if he on ever the phone, gets hold on, but if um now that you're on the phone, that person whoever is directing you, you got to be ready to you know what I'm saying drop whatever. Except for the phone. I'm talking about books and all that. Because book bags, anything that'll slow you down. You got to be ready to drop and, and, and go. Yeah. Um, like, in, in any situation, because you, you got situations where these kids, these, these characters out here snatching these kids up. Yeah. And, you know, don't mean to make this a real thing, but this is a real thing. You know, in any neighborhood. So, you got people out here snatching these kids up. And I don't know if these kids are, you know, it's, it's I don't know. So, it's, it's, this is a, a it's touchy situation. Um, it's a touchy subject. Right. Um, And I like this subject because one of the things that me and daddy talk about all the time, 
uh, with him being so security minded is how much is too much? How much free space is too much free space? Hold on for a second, Mac. Um, because me, I've always had that, like, my mom was super, super overprotective, right? She was crazy overprotective. But I was the oldest, so I had the opportunity to, like, walk to the store. And um, when my Nana was alive, I w- would walk to the little corner store or whatever, and I would buy her cigarettes. Listen, this was a long time ago, right? Because you mm. can't send kids to buy cigarettes nowadays. No. <laughs> you said no. Mecca said no. Yeah, like, he knows. <laughs> But, um, but no, like I was that, that was the kid that I was. Now keep in mind, my Nana passed when I was about nine, between nine and 10 years old. So to even have the memory of being able to walk to the store without an adult and go get, you know, to go make a purchase, that just kind of tells you how much freedom I had. Right. But then too, I grew up up North. Daddy does not believe in letting kids walk too far away from the house. So one of the things that I think is as, uh, we're going to use Zai because she's the oldest. Hold on, right quick. Let me just say something to that. The reason why I don't believe that is because nowadays you can't. Okay. That's just plain and simple. Um, Yes, in the city, they are built different. So they have different things that you, you know what I'm saying, that they, you know, city kids are built um, different. But out here in, 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 you know, in the country, the cities, the, 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 like the, the little, little cities, the little towns or whatever, yeah. like you, you can't let them stray too far because of things that are going on. That's true. In the world. And it's reality. It's speaking reality. Now, but to <clears throat> that though, because one, this is a common topic in our house. How do you allow, because I don't think that children, I think children need to be put into situations to allow them the opportunity to process information, right? I think that when we were growing up, being able to do those things like walk to the store allowed me to process um, and figure out what to do next. Like I have all these rules and regulations, right? Um, like daddy gives you guys all these safety rules. Like you got to lock the door. If you're out by yourself, you need to be cautious about your surroundings. Um, anxiety situation. What if this was an opportunity for her to process all of those rules and then make conscious decisions to get out of that situation. I am not in any way negating the severity or the seriousness of the, you know, of what's going on in the world. We know that people are snatching up kids left and right, boys and girls. But in the same token, are we going to be so overprotective that they never get the opportunity to process situations? That's that's always been my stance. You know, like, can or do we have to put them? And, and listeners, we want you guys to, you know, head over to our Facebook page, head over to our Instagram account, because I want to know what you guys think. Like... What what side of this are you on? Are you on, you know, Kasim's side where he says, no, there is there is no room for that. If there's not a group of them going somewhere, mm-hmm. they can't go. Not solo. Or are you on my side that says, no, because you're not going to always have a group. You need these kids need to be able to, you know, move around and process so that they are functioning individuals. And by group, I mean at least two of y'all. Yeah. At least two. 
Or <clears throat> the, the the middle ground to that, right, is that the times have changed and that children aren't doing these solo walk missions. Which I don't think is happening. Yeah, but... I don't think they still they still are. Right. So I, I want to hear from the kids because we're doing a lot of talking today. Mm-hmm. But I think this is a very adult like uh, this is a this is a parent one because safety is such a big deal, right? So um, let's start from the youngest, Mecca. How do you feel? So I mean, we're starting with Mecca because I am like I'm pro this on all levels. I let my kids go outside by themselves. I close the door. <laughs> like go. Yes, I listen. Go outside, be kids, and be outside. So I do. Mecca seven. And I do allow him to go outside by himself and explore and enjoy. So, Mecca, what do you think about being outside by yourself? Like, do you like it? Do you not like it? Do you wish other people were out there, too? I used to have, um, feel, uh, my old friend, um, Bo, uh, we used to, um, play with each other. So, when you go outside, you just go meet your friend? Well, not now, because we're in a new neighborhood, but still. Yeah, come on now. But, like, right now, right? When you go outside now, do how do you how do you deal with that? Like, in my head, when I'm outside by myself, I want to make, like, um, new friends. So, you don't necessarily like being outside by yourself. You're looking for somebody to play with. Yeah. Okay. All right. Like, if y'all allow me. But um, do you know what to do, so. Hold up. Like if y'all want me to go, uh, like if I already had a friend near us, mm-hmm. and y'all want me to um, go over there by myself. You would? Yeah. Okay. So, how do you, what's the, what's the question I want to ask? Um, how do you, so do you know what to do if somebody was, if you're outside by yourself and somebody is walking by the house, right? And you're out in the yard by yourself. What do you do? Um, do you talk to people who be walking by? No. Mecca's an old man. Mecca don't talk, talk to, to nobody. You talk to <laughs> neighbors whenever they out there? Yeah. You do? You say hi and stuff? Yeah. Okay. Do you talk to the neighbors because you know the neighbors? and Or do you just talk to them because there's somebody outside? Like, I don't got nothing to do Except for just um, chill outside, so that's why I just um, talk to them. <coughs> right. Okay. So are you talking to them because you, you think it's okay to talk to them, or are you talking to them just because you're outside and nothing to do? Just because I'm outside and I don't got nothing to do. I don't have anything to do. I don't have anything <clears throat> to do. Okay. All right. So let's keep going. Nasir? You don't like to go outside by yourself, or? Yeah, I don't like to go outside by myself because I just don't feel safe. And I feel like when every single car comes up and, like, ride by, mm-hmm. I feel like people, like, could blow their window out and they could have a gun and shoot me. Jesus. Why do you feel that way, son? That is a lot. Right. <laughs> That's a lot to feel at nine. <laughs> Right. Because you think you think by, they drive by, they roll down their window. What kind of movies and stuff are y'all watching? They hate right. you, they hate you, good. They hate, they hate you, good. Yep. Yikes! 
Oh, God. Y'all know we don't live in that kind of neighborhood, right? Not yeah, anymore. but so I they be the news. The right. news. So. Okay, hold on. Mm. <laughs> it escalated so quickly. <laughs> all right, well, let, let's, let's put a pin. How do they all... Everybody's like, they, yeah, yeah, they, they, dri- give. they need to drive by. What? No, because... Like, but, like... Terrible. In every situ, like every spot we stayed in, y'all never had any type of issue like that. Ever. <laughs> there was only one issue where I think somebody said something to Mecca, but I could never find a dude. And yeah. you know, oh, right? We rolled up on him though. Well, tried to, but we never find a dude. That's true. So, but other than that, y'all never had any issues. <laughs> so where are you getting this fear <laughs> from? Well, but he I just said though, like the different movies and the news and stuff. stuff. On, on TV. But that just goes to show you, like they the intake, the consumption of TV that these kids take in, and it, I think it gives them this this perception of fear that they shouldn't like, have. I could be like, yo, I just want to make friends, bro. That's it, man. And this one over That's here, bro. Every car That's is out to get me. What? what? No. Every car. I seen a the church mail truck? Right, I seen a church bus drive by the other day. And they had people on it. They could be mobsters. Mobsters wow. and a church bus? Mecca. We really need to start curtailing what these um, kids watch. Mecca. Let's hold Hold on. We're gonna put a pen there. Jesus. Uh. Island Island, you are getting ready to graduate middle graduate elementary school, going into middle school. So you're taking on a whole different dynamic, right? Um you're getting ready to have to do some of the things that Zai has had to do for a while now, like walking to the bus and, you know, getting on and off the bus alone. So, how do you feel? Like, are, do you feel confident in the rules that Daddy has given? Like, I could, I could definitely do this on my own. Or do you feel like, yeah, nah, it's just not safe out here? I feel like, Speak yes. loud. I said, I feel like, yes, I can do it on my own. Okay. Why do you feel that way? Because we've been, we walked places, we did everything, and there, like, there's strangers that I know how to act. Okay. Um, I know, I know, uh, not to talk to them. Okay. Not to say nothing, and. Not to wave at them? Yes. Cause listen. I don't like talking. Yeah, I know. I knew I already know. <laughs> I was island. Saying, island. island would look and keep moving like. Mm. You would have waved the island, and island low key would have tasted you. Like. <laughs> she probably would have put the middle finger. I don't. Who are you, boy? Island. You I don't be... talk to people. No, not Nasir and island. Yeah, Nasir. You're not gonna get nothing out of. I wish somebody they would. They get you the like. And I see has been doing that since a kid. Since he was a baby, he's been deaf looking people. Took him to my job one time and a lady who I was like, hey. Oh, she was the sweetest old lady right. too. Nasir was looking like I said you're not gonna gonna... Not, 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 not gonna say hi? Nope. <laughs> oh. oh right. Okay. Alright. Well he, he just yeah, he... He But Island I I don't think I ever see but it goes right back to you, right? Island is the kind of kid that takes in all the information and taking the possibility of situations. She's like, oh, okay. So I just need to protect myself here, here, and here. 
Like, if somebody had waved at Island, okay, not only would you have gotten a text like there's a mass murderer outside, <laughs> Island would have been like, I listen, I'm on the bus. I just want you to know to keep a watch. Like, Island's yeah. out here in these streets. In that situation, what would you have done? That's a good one. So, what would you have done? Um, Dude waves at you. What you doing next? I look away. Um, you just going to turn your back to him? Yes. Jesus. Um, Are you gonna give him the finger? I hope y'all aren't flicking people off these days. I didn't never do that. Did you say maybe? No, no. no. I like you know you always you already have a reputation on this podcast, right? Mm, already. <laughs> but okay, so <laughs> I'm loving it. Mm, mm. Okay, so you look away, then what? Um, I ignore him. But once I hit him up behind me, I would walk away from him. And get on the phone and call daddy. Okay. But I understand why Zai walked away. Okay. To get away from the situation. Okay. Because it was easy for him to come up and get her um, while she was pulling out her phone. Okay. All right. I see what you're saying. I didn't hear about the situation until Zai is here right now talking about it. That's true. That's that's really daddy's issue. And one thing I have Zai do. What is it, Zai? What do you have to do every day? Every day. What are you supposed to do? I have to take a picture on the bus. Okay. And what? And I never explained to you why you have to do that. Why do you have to do that? Why do you think that you have to take a picture on the bus? You have to take a picture on the bus and you have to do what? With that picture? I send it to you. Okay. And why do you think I have you do that every day? To make sure I get on the bus safely. Exactly. To assure that you're safe. And I don't wear the same thing twice. I'm not. I don't care. <laughs> you can wear the same thing over and over. You, and I, I, you think and your you father's only, concerned you only, about your wardrobe, though? Right. You're only sending me a face shot. So all I, I see is your you mask in your head. See, no. You still see no. my clothes. <clears throat> so it's you, I don't know. To make sure that you got on the bus safely. That's my, that's my reason behind that. So that means that any situation goes down, where am I at most of the morning when you leave? In the what? In the house. Exactly. I thought she was going to snitch on you. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Definitely thought she was going to snitch on you. Right. Pooping. Or in the toilet. Right. (laughs) She said, her face said it. She said, mmm, at the house. You don't even yeah, lie down. Exactly. You're like 27 minutes in on this hour-long poop this morning. Um, <laughs> right. uh, fun fact, it's only fun fact because it uh, didn't happen, but it's, uh, my brother scared me one time. We was living in the, um, <laughs> oh, in the apartments, and, uh, and every morning I would have Zai not text me, but, um, I mean, not send me a picture, but she had to text me, let me know she was on the bus. Mm-hmm. So one morning, <clears throat> she left out. See, I would walk the kids to school, come back, and then she would get herself together, and then she would leave out to go to the bus stop. Well, my brother stayed close by, so sometimes he would see her, pick her up, and take her to school as a ride. Well, one morning, uh, I get a phone call from her phone, so I'm answering like, what, what, what's up? You know, just regular. And I hear on the other line, if you want your daughter back, 
um, I need some money. He said something like that. So I paused. It's like I, I just paused just now. Like, and I was like, what? He said, if you want your daughter back, send me some money. Mm-hmm. And like, is the voice described? And I, I'm telling you, don't don't play with your other family members like this because it's not a game. Right. It's not something to play about. And I got on him about that. And his his uh, significant other got on about that like this is, but he's my brother's a damn uh, fool. He jokes. He all jokes the time. and don't take nothing serious. <laughs> <laughs> so he don't even care that I would have a heart attack. He just knows that it was funny at the moment. Were but, you having a heart attack? So it was no time for no heart attack, no panic. So by the time he said that, I already grabbed my pistol and put some shorts on, and I was headed out the door. Um, it's not funny. Uh, I was headed out the door with my pistol in my hand. Um, and uh, at the time where we was at, I knew every spot where cats would be at in the morning time, you know, whether it be, you know, dealing this and doing that or whatever. I knew every little spot. So I was willing to go and get my daughter back at by any means. Um, and then, uh, I'm, I, so I tried to stall as um, I'm heading out the door. I'm like, all right, man, whatever you want, come and get it. I don't have money, but, you know, whatever you want, you can come and get. So by that time, I'm headed down the steps, and he and he started laughing. And was like, bro, it's just me. That right there, you talk about fear of your kids. Being snatched from you, that right there put me in another round. Like, bruh, that's why I'm extra. Yeah. Now, that's my biggest fear. Your biggest fear is, is is my kids being taken, and I can't have no, I don't have no control over it. Yeah. My hearts go out to to people who who, who been through that. My heart go out to that. Like, and I mean, it's, thankful it's, it was. A joke, yeah, a terrible a joke, joke. But that right there just, I never want to face my fears that way. And that's why safety is such a big a deal big here. A big thing. Uh, the, the biggest deal for me is, is safety. Yeah. So now we're on Zytru. Oh my gosh. And Zy, so hearing what daddy has to say and understanding totally that concept. Do you think you could have dealt with that differently? Or do you think that this was an opportunity for you to use the rules that daddy has instilled? Uh, at the moment, I had took this as an opportunity to protect myself. I was, like, after it happened, I was thinking, like, yeah, I should have called daddy and mm-hmm. had him on the phone and speaker, like daddy was saying. But at the same time, I can't, I'm not that good at multitasking. And my stuff was on my back, which means my phone was on my back inside okay. my bag okay so I would have to be digging my phone and I can't see anything around me when I'm trying to look for my phone cause you're so focused had, on doing just that one thing yes yeah, so if I had, I am glad that I had turned around I don't care how awkward it might have felt mm-hmm. but I am glad I turned around mm-hmm. because some way the same way he was humming on the other side mm-hmm. sound like he was humming the same way Okay. On the me, so I just turned around. I saw him. I got a quick glimpse of him, and I started walking to the other side. Okay. Thankfully, 
kept going the other way. Okay. I did start walking towards the house, though. Okay. So, in that moment, you were like... So, in that moment, it wasn't a... I have time to do all the steps. It was, yes, I need to think about this one thing. What's going to get me out of this situation? One wrong move, and I'm out of here. Okay. So, it's not... It's not... To me, it's not all bad. No, I'm not... I because... I it was all bad. I like... Because I... I <coughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. But it definitely let me know uh, certain things we got to go over. But, in, like, the, in the same token, do you not think that she was still... Yeah, she handled it in a good way. I'm never saying that she didn't. Right. It didn't get handled the way I wanted it to, but it's still, she handled it the best way she could. Absolutely. So, you so, know, but, but, you know, they go to, you know, you saying that, you know, kids got to learn. They have to learn. That's a big deal. Like, and then there's other, of course, guys, we're talking about this this one big thing because I think that children are, it's a major focus. Like, these kids have to go out into the world. We are grooming them to go out into the world and be functional people. And I think the only way to do that successfully, not saying that my way is the, is the right way or that your way is the right way, mm-hmm. but the, I think the only way to do that successfully is to give them opportunities to use the skills that we've given them, right? Um, another big safety thing, of course, is the safety inside the house. Yes. Making sure you're doing things properly. I know for me, one of my biggest safety things are cl- is cleaning. So y'all know, y'all heard him say the last... I think it was like episode before the, the last one. Uh, if mommy's kitchen's not clean, nothing in the house is clean. That's mm-hmm. a real life situation. But um, another great example of that is I had everybody cleaning up. Had all four of them doing something in mm-hmm. particular, and all I could smell was bleach. Right, mm-hmm. we're in here. Every window is closed because I think it's like the winter time. Everything's closed, and we are cleaning the wall. Like everything's getting done. And out of nowhere, I have this huge whiff of just straight up and down raw bleach. And I'm like, oh my God, where is it coming from? And if you don't know Mecca, a lot of our listeners at the time are are family and friends. So we love you and thank you because you know who our children are. But if you don't know Mecca, Mecca is seven going on 79. All right. Well, to do everything and he does exactly he's an extraordinarily independent kid like I think most kids attempt to be but Mecca's really interesting in that space there's nothing in his head there's nothing that he cannot do or that he's too small for so he's seen an opportunity like oh well mommy uses this bleach to clean up this bathroom I'm going to use this to clean up the bathroom and he proceeds to spray every everything, thing. I mean, so right mirrors, <laughs> floor. There was so much bleach. If she and went clean. I'm gonna give her clean. I'm gonna give her clean. You hear me? So I'm like, what is? I said every. So now everybody stop. And I'm like, where is it coming from? Mecca, come here. And Mecca comes trotting around this corner. He's about five or six, about six years old. So he comes trotting around this corner. And he says, with the when I tell y'all, <laughs> so my baby is in the deepest, darkest blue jeans. All right, he's in a full black shirt, black shirt long sleeves. Mm. All right, because he doesn't believe that you can just put, you know, play clothes on to clean up. He's fully dressed, 
And he is so proud. He says, Mommy, <laughs> I helped today. And I'm looking like, I wish you guys could see my face. I am stunned because Mecca has bleach stains everywhere. Mm. His jeans are a completely different color. There's so much bleach, There's right? orange spot, <laughs> like a pattern. Um, but so I'm like, what, what did you help with? What did you do? And he says, I, I cleaned the bathroom. I got everything clean. I was like, what? <laughs> I go into this bathroom, y'all. What house is this? In the apartment. Oh. It was. I go into the bathroom. It is cloudy. All right? Mm, okay. It, I mean, you told me, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. is cloudy. I mean, there's so much there's so much bleach on the mirrors that the mirror is foggy yes, now. Yes, I remember that. Yes. All right. Now, there's nothing salvageable at this point. Go in there, go now, we are exit, like, everybody exit stage left. Open and the windows open and go. Turn the fan on. So, and and he's so proud, right? And I had to explain, i.e. the safety, that even though mommy uses these things, I know how to use them Mm -hmm. in moderation to get the things clean. And this was an opportunity for us to show, like, nah, this, the cleaning supplies, we have to use accordingly. So one of the biggest things that we teach here is how to use things safely, Mm -hmm. right? Everything has to be used accordingly. Our children, our, excuse me, our ch- children use knives because they do cook. All of them know how to cut things, vegetables, food, sandwiches. Mm. Um, they all use microwaves and stove. Like we mm. are, our crew is super independent, right? Oh, um, right now, I think we're training Mecca and Nasir on how to, no, Mecca on how to cook on the stove. Nasir, you know how to cook some stuff on the stove, right? Exactly. So we have to, all of that plays into safety. All of it plays into safety. How to use things properly and accordingly. Yes, Mecca. Um, I like to, um, learn how to cook on the stove um, from Zion Island. You want to learn how to cook from Zion Island? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, for, hold on, hold on, hold on, stop. Nasir had his hand up first. What you want to say, Nas? So, about what Daddy said when, I mean, about Right, you knew to get out of the situation, right? Because you guys know 
We, yeah. but this but is just opportunity. Him, like bringing stuff up now is like <laughs> it's a lot on you. Did it just happen? Like, <laughs> like you'll never know with them. Like they'll bring up stuff from when like, they were oh, two yeah. years old. Like we got in a car crash the other day, and it was like six years ago. Yeah, it's a lie. So, Children yeah, are alive. I, I just be needing to know when did this happen. So I think this is these are all good oppor- like good ways that one. Let me say this. Parents, talk to your kids, okay? Because to kids, I think that, and you guys can say yes or no. To kids, I believe that once a situation happens, if it doesn't impact them to the point of uh, trauma or physical harm, that it's just a it's just a moment in time, and they forget about it. Like Zai's situation today, like Mm -hmm. that that did not impact her enough to remember it, or at least to make the conscious decision. To say something. Mm-hmm. So it's our job to have these conversations. Like, hey, and this it's simple things like tell me what happened today. Like, how was your walk to the bus? How was your walk home? What mm-hmm. happened in school? Like, having yeah, those. That's the whole thing, too. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> like, when, when y'all used to all walk to school together. Bro, y'all, yeah. we have so many safety stories. Yeah. These ki- kids are reckless. That's what they I should. That's, the, that's what I should put in caps when I post this. Okay. Kids are reckless they don't listen and they are just they mm. attract danger <laughs> <laughs> you're totally correct <laughs> kids attract danger okay they just do they're like danger magnets you send them outside and a tree ba- tree branch falls from somewhere they're like, they're like, they're like dog, squirrel squirrel <laughs> <laughs> they just do. And there's nothing that we can do about it. Like, no, there's they gotta every, learn. They have to. So, I want you guys to join us. This is going to be a beautiful conversation. I want you guys to join us this week, every day. I need to know what your thoughts are. How do you guys, like, what are some of the biggest safety rules in, in your, your house? house? Right. Like, for us, keeping our kids safe, and not just for us, for every parent. Mm-hmm. Keeping our kids safe is super important. We got to keep them safe from bleach, Mecca, mm-hmm. okay? Nasir stepped on a whole nail outside once. Ooh, yeah. Dear God. Zai, we're not even going to get into that. Just, She said I waved back. You know, me trying to be nice, I waved back. Said, <laughs> Why? Oh <laughs> 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 you absolutely right. Typical Zai. Absolutely right. She, like, I agree. We know that Zai is definitely the one to be like that and wave at somebody like, bruh, we, 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 why are you waving at strangers? I don't see anything wrong with with waving at strangers. So you have no concept of stranger danger. Nasir, do you know stranger danger? Uh, Mecca, do you know stranger danger? Yeah. Island, do you wave at strangers? No. Island, do you wave at family members? No. (laughs) Do you wave at friends? Jesus, Lord, oh my gosh, Zai, protect yourself, parents, protect your children, give them space to roam, but protect them, okay, safety, I think we could talk about safety forever, but I wanted to bring up safety because it's a huge rule in our, in our family, um, it's a big deal, like, we want you guys functioning safely as often as possible, right? Yeah. So, like I said, head over to our Facebook group, um, our Facebook page group. I think it's a group. It might be a group. Anyway, it's called the Islam Potter, 
Islam Party of Six podcast. We want you to join us there and join us in a conversation. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the Islam Party of Six. TikTok, y'all, I let, we'll talk about it. It's a situation. I let my children put together the TikTok because I was like, they're way more um, experienced in this TikTok life because I'm just not. But it's Islam underscore party underscore of underscore six. I'm sure we'll simplify it later. Right. I feel like she could have done better. Why you gotta add anywhere that's exactly a space? You don't underscore. Jesus Christ. Anyway, go and follow us on all the social medias. Okay. Uh, Island says she wants fan mail and followers. Right, Island? Yes. No. Edible arrangements. Edible arrangements. Thank you. I got something. So head over to Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok and follow us at the Islam Party of Six. We want to know what are your house rules? What do your safety rules look like in your house? And are we letting are you letting your kids roam and figure the world out? Or are we locking up locking them up in the house? Tell them they can only go places with us. Which one are we doing? We want to know. Final comments from the crazy Kool-Aid pack. Zai, what you want to say before you go? We might be doing a live on Instagram with a Q&A. Ooh, so that's coming. Stay I see. tuned for that. Let me find out. We got crazy. church announcements, okay? Mm. Uh-huh. Uh, Mecca, before we go, one last comment. What do you want to say? Well, we got the apartment. Oh, Lord. Mm. Are you trying to tell another story? No, hold the story till the next episode. <laughs> Island, last comment. What well, you hold yourself, Nasir? Last comments. Yeah, I don't got no comments. You don't have no I comments. Got one thing Daddy, any last comments before we go? No, I'm good. Oh, peace. Thank you, Island. Peace out, I'm scared. Peace out. I'm scared to even ask. What comment do you have to say before we leave these beautiful people? Don't be nice to strangers. Thank mm. you. Mm. I actually, that was a good one, Island. Don't yeah, be nice don't to strangers. Be nice. It, it, that was powerful. I didn't even say that. <laughs> she was like, let's like wanted to say something else. I feel like she had other things to say mm. as well. Maybe she'll say them later. But until then, you guys know how we end out. We're going to end out with a nice prayer. Everybody bow your heads. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for keeping your hand over our families and the families of everyone that listens and clicks on our podcast. We thank you for coming and being in our homes and resting with us and being with our children as they go away from our sight, as they leave the homes and go into the world. We ask that you continue to cover them, continue to watch over them, and continue to be a part of their lives and their hearts. Bring back to their remembrance what those safety rules are. Bring back to their remembrance how to protect themselves so that they can function safely in the world that you've created. God, we ask that you cover each and every house. Of course, not just ours, but the people that have chosen to click on our podcast and listen to it today. You be in their homes, in their cars, in their lives, and in their minds. God, these are the things that we ask you and we thank you for all that you are and all, excuse me, and who you are to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.